Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Rooted Deep, a podcast featuring Reba Bowman and Allison Hale. Welcome to Rudy Deep. We are so glad to have you with us today. And Allison and I are here today. And yesterday, Allie, was International Women's Day. It was. And I don't know when that became a thing. Do you? I'm not really sure. Maybe it's no. been a thing for longer than we realized, but yeah, people maybe just started. So. Yeah, um, you know, yeah, it's years. kind of a way to, um, I guess, a way maybe to celebrate women. Um, mm-hmm. But I know from the, you know, from the promotional material that comes out, it's a day to to push for the rights of women. And we thought we would take this opportunity uh, to actually, uh, hopefully maybe put a biblical perspective on women, because this is, I think, an important thing for not just for us to talk about. It's not important just for us to understand, but I think it's also important for our girls and uh, the, the teenage girls and the little girls behind us to have an understanding of in the world that we live in and Mm -hmm. what scripture teaches are women really important? Do they have a role? What is that role? Right, exactly. And I remember, I do remember it was about, I don't know, maybe 20 years ago, there was a Dominican uh, man in our church who came up to me and said, uh, happy day of the happy international day of the problems. And I was, Mar- it was March 8th. And I was like, <laughs> international day of the problems. What are you talking about? He's like, women problems. It's the same thing. And I'm like, okay. And I, that was the first time I had ever heard about, you know, okay. international okay. day. And I was like, <laughs> well, thanks a lot for that perspective. And um, right. my dad took him and discipled, uh, discipled him. And hopefully he discipled that attitude out of him. <laughs> but in the meantime, it is a good, it is a good moment. And a good day to just say, um, to, to kind of, I think, maybe kind of dispel some of those, uh, some of what society has told us and maybe some of what the, what we've told ourselves about our worth and dignity um, when it comes to our worth and our place in Christ, as well as in society and um, the honor that, the honor that we are, we are given and should be given as women. Um, and just to kind of celebrate it a little bit and talk about some of the women that are, that are important to us as well. Oh, absolutely. I, you know, I, I think it's important as we look at scripture to see that that women were valued in scripture. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if we, you know, if we look to scripture as our guide to say, okay, what, what does this look like? We've got God created in the garden. He created man. He created woman. Mm-hmm. And I don't know when the rift started where, you know, it became this thing of it's not okay to be different. It's not yeah. okay to have our own uniqueness. Mm-hmm. Um, but man, what a special thing as God created us uniquely different yeah. and yet loved us both loved. Mm-hmm. I mean, we, we, you know, we both fell into sin. We both have our struggles. They're different struggles, but nevertheless, mm-hmm. they're struggles. Uh, we both have all of these things that make us very, very, very much in the eyes of God, exactly the same. Exactly. Uh, yeah. You know, um, and then you flip the coin over and, and I love this part. And I, you know, this is the part I think that society has tried to squash. And I think it, it, it maybe is the coolest part is that we're not the same. Yeah. And women have an opportunity and as created by God to bring something different to the table. Mm-hmm. And, uh, we bring a different, uh, you know, responses we bring mm-hmm. different ideas perspective, we, yeah. yeah perspective to the mm-hmm. table yeah and that's cool 
Yeah, exactly. And I think um, in in my case, thankfully, and I know this is, I know in, in your case, it's very similar. We both had fathers um, that just poured into us, honored us as daughters, did not, yes. we were not, we were not different from, we were not less than our brothers. And you and I have traveled all over the world and we've seen where there are countries and there are religious, um, religious systems that have, um, have honored the man and the woman as second best. I mean, even in, uh, we were just, uh, when I was in Thailand a few years ago, it was one of those things where if a woman was born a woman, it was because in her past life, she didn't have, she had not done enough to become a man in the next life. And it was just always a less than. And, and we've been, you've, you've traveled as well to different countries yeah. where it's obvious that, yeah. um, the, the place in society, a woman's place in society is so much less. And, and that's not the biblical model. And that's no. not the way the Lord has designed it. And that's not Christianity it, when it's following the Bible. That's not, that's not true Christianity. And that's not the way Jesus did it either. No, no. And, you know, you're exactly right. You know, you travel to some places around the world and the, the goat is more valuable than the woman mm. in a family yeah. as far as actual, you know, monetary value. Uh, a woman is pictured in many societies as having two purposes. One, you cook, you clean, and you make sure that the man is fed and he is, all of his needs are met, including the second purpose, which is that you're a sexual object. And that really, those are the two purposes for a woman in life in some cultures. And everything else is, you know, stay into that zone right there. Go cook, go clean, and be there when I'm ready to have sex. And then... The rest of it is, you know, it's man's world. Mm -hmm. And we understand that because of that attitude, we have w little girls who never go to school. Right. We, we have women who've never learned to read and write because they were never valued enough to even given, to be given an education. Right. Yeah. And these women are so intelligent and they're so mm -hmm. smart, you know, but they've never been given an opportunity. And uh, we see women that are beaten. Well, because, mm -hmm. well, you're not you know, you're like the animal in the yards. I beat the, I beat the cow when it doesn't do what I want it to do. So I beat the woman when it, when she doesn't do what I want her to do. And so, you know, you go from those cultures around the world to then you fly right into the United States of America mm -hmm. yeah. and you even have under, under the name of Jesus or under the name mm -hmm. of the church or under the name of the steeple, you have, uh, these places where women are same thing, get back, shut up, be quiet. Mm -hmm. You have no value here. And um, and we have men who are, and we, we see it, and sadly, we see it all the time where women are valued for what? Again, same thing. Mm -hmm. They're valued for the sexual things that they, they supply to men, even in this underneath the steeple. Right, and, yeah. you know, and we watch the fallout of that so much mm -hmm. in our American church at times. Right. And so I think, you know, I think it's good for us to have a day like this on the podcast to say, wait a minute. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, we're set, we're different, mm -hmm. but yeah. in the eyes of God, we're loved the same and, you know, and God sees us equal in his eyes. And yet at the same time, we're called to different things and we yeah. should celebrate that. Exactly. It's a, um, one of my favorite movies when I was growing up was, uh, Adam, I think it's called Adam and Eve. And it was a, it was a, um, it was a, a Catherine Hepburn 
Spencer Tracy movie about, and they're a married couple, but they're, you know, and they're, they're celebrating the differences of being a man and being a woman. And it was, and that was, it's just, it's what he, he ends the movie, you know, saying, you know, viva la difference. Let's, let's, let's celebrate the differences. But so many times I think that day, like today, we, you know, and, and all throughout our podcast, we're talking to, we're talking to women all the time and wanting them to understand number one, their value in Christ, and even having them dig deep into the scripture and see the, sp- see the places where, where Christ went out of his way to talk to a woman, where Christ um, shed some cultural, uh, some cultural norms so he can talk to a woman, where he, um, he shunned you know, some of the Pharisees in, a, in order to rescue uh, a woman or heal a woman. And, and so we have to understand and be grateful for who we are as women and who we are as women in Christ. And, mm-hmm. and if you don't have, if you haven't done a study of just every conversation that Christ has done with a woman in the it's new incredible. Testament, it, it is really incredible. And mm-hmm. it's some, some of the most intimate, um, and healing, I think, transformational conversations that you can have because he speaks. And I think he speaks because he does understand the difference between man and a woman. And so sometimes he has to be very blunt and, and, and rude and crass to a man. But to a woman, he speaks with the same truth, um, but speaks into, into her life directly. I think, I think it's beautiful. Everybody needs to do a, a study on that because it's Oh, absolutely. It's a great study of Jesus' conversation with women. And we see so many places in scripture where women are the first at the tomb. I mean, the first mm. person to see the resurrected Christ is a woman. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they're, they're with the disciples. And the, the Bible tells us that women traveled with Jesus as he yeah. went from place to place teaching. And so we see Jesus pouring into women. He, uh, we see Mary and Martha, mm-hmm. um, at least Mary for sure. Martha was trying to get there, teaching, yeah. being able to sit at the feet of Jesus as he taught. And mm-hmm. so we see all these, these great moments. Um, and but we also see scripture is filled with some of the the most glaring sinful moments of a woman's life as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, uh we you know we have uh, Sarah and Abraham and mm-hmm. that we, we have and, you know and of course we go back to the garden and everybody says ah it's that woman that started yeah. this thing mm-hmm. right. Um and so it was like you know yeah we have these moments where the spotlight shines in on women in scripture who mm-hmm. um who, who struggled, who fell yeah. just yeah. like it does men mm-hmm. who struggle and we fail. And we see God giving roles mm-hmm. and responsibilities to women that look very different than the roles and the responsibilities that he was giving to men. Yeah. Um, and, and I, you know, and I realize that we live in a world right now that would love to just, let's just talk about these roles and let's beat them to death. And let's talk about why we all should have the same roles. Um, but honestly, you know, I think I'm good with having different roles and I'm good with having that different calling by God because, Mm -hmm. um, you know, despite the song, I'm really not every woman. No. Yeah. And I I do not want to be, and I don't want the roles. And I think so many times, um, and we've talked about this word before, uh, over and over again, but the word discontented. And sometimes when we look at, um, the discontentment that we have, and it's, it's maybe not understanding our identity in Christ and our mm-hmm. and our role in Christ. And we want something that doesn't maybe uh, want a role that doesn't belong with us or want mm-hmm. authority maybe that doesn't belong to us. And it all goes back to that discontented, maybe that discontented spirit or even that yeah. not understanding how important your role is. And you and I, you and I are both leaders of ministries. And so it's not like we're sitting here saying our role is the kitchen. 
that's not the role we're talking about. Right. No, it's not. I definitely don't want you in the kitchen unless it's chocolate chip cookies. That's exactly uh, have... right. That's exactly right. That's the only time you want me in there. That's the only time. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you're, this podcast is done by women who are leaders in ministry, um, but we're still understanding and and not, not just understanding. And it's not an understanding of um, kind of a, okay, I get it. I'm back where I belong. No, it's an understanding and a leaning into God has given us a role and a responsibility and, and, and we need to fulfill that. And God has placed men in roles and responsibilities and we're, and we're, we're thankful for that as well because we need. Yeah. You know, um, several years ago, in fact, it's been many years ago now, um, a friend of mine who used to speak and sing a lot, Bev Lowry. I know you probably remember Bev. She made a comment one time about this that I thought was so interesting. Um, And she said that when women struggle and and strain to to do both roles, Mm. they're double cursed. Mm. And I was like, what are you talking about? And she she began, she said, you remember go back in the garden? And she said, remember, there was a curse placed on Adam for his sin and a curse placed on Eve for hers. And they were different. And she said, when a woman tries to be a man, Mm. that woman experiences the both curses, you know, yeah. and, and, and obviously it would be vice versa. And so it's like, you know, it's one of those things. I thought that was an interesting way yeah. of putting it. It's one of those things in our world where we let's celebrate mm-hmm. how God made us. Let's yeah. celebrate the different responsibilities and roles mm-hmm. that he's giving us and count those with joy. I mean, I really yes. think uh, to say, you know what, it's really awesome to be a woman. And I'm so glad God didn't make me a man. I'm so glad, you know, um, I'm so glad that I don't have to deal with that stuff. And I'm sure they're Mm -hmm. glad they don't have to deal with mine, but what a wonderful thing it is Mm -hmm. to kind of, to, to see how God created us to be and to find our sweet spot in that place. Yeah. And I'm, I'm grateful right now. I'll just go ahead and say it. I, you know, I mentioned my dad, but I also married a man who understands the value of a woman's perspective. And we were talking the other day about just our team in general. And he was like, we would be lost. Uh, You know, the ministries would not nearly be as advanced. So many of the ministries that we're involved in would not nearly be as advanced or developed if it hadn't been for the women leadership that are, that is in it. And so I'm thankful. I was thankful for him. Number one, Mm -hmm. noticing that. And, um, and number two, I'm thankful for him valuing that and saying, no, we need sometimes, um, men get, you know, men get a tunnel vision or men get, you know, just kind of, um, they drill down to one point and the, you know, the perspective of women coming in and saying, Hey, listen, look at it a different way. So thankfully I grew up with a, a father who, who, who valued, um, the strength of a woman and, and her, and her perspective. But then, and I also married a man who in the, is, is in the same kind of that same vein. And, yeah. and thankfully, um, thankfully we can, he does celebrate those differences and we can celebrate and respect one another's roles. Because like I said, I wouldn't want, I wouldn't want his role. And he definitely, uh, would not want, would not want mine as well. Right. You know, and I know that's such a great point that you make because, uh, on the board at dare for more, mm-hmm. our board, even though dare for more is a women's ministry, our mm-hmm. board is made up of men and women. Mm-hmm. And one of the things, a lot of people ask me sometimes, why do you have men on your board? Because isn't this a women's ministry? And I'm like, yeah, it is. 
but men bring a perspective to things mm-hmm. yeah. uh, that women don't necessarily have. And I love the fact I can get in a board meeting with men who really love Jesus and who really love their wives and their daughters. And they love, uh, they love the role that God has given women and appreciate it. And they're like, they can be so strong and supportive and yet they can be so, okay, have we thought about this? And yeah. the truth is, no, we hadn't, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and, and so I, I really think there's a, such a huge blessing of mm-hmm. being able to work together in unity uh, with one another um, and knowing that God has made us different. Um, and that's a good thing. It's and he's, yeah. yeah. And, and, and that means that I'm going to be better in some things, uh, you know, than um, my brothers are going to be, yeah. but my brothers are also going to be better than I am at some areas, you know, and that's okay too. Uh, there's times when my brother's going to take the leadership role uh, in this particular area and that's okay. Yeah. And, you know, and there's other times when I'm going to take it and that's okay. Yeah. Um, you know, mm-hmm. and I think being able to say, you know what, as we, humble ourselves as we submit ourselves one to the other, as the Bible teaches us. And then we're able just to kind of be the best that God made us to be in the roles he's called us to. And that really is an absolute celebration. I think that's what we ought to be teaching our young girls. And, you know, I know there's probably women listening and they've been hurt by Mm -hmm the structure that maybe they've been hurt in a church setting. Maybe they've been hurt just because they're a woman, you know, Mm -hmm. and they, they understand what it's like to be sexualized or um, they understand what it's like to be abused um, Mm -hmm. or whatever. And I feel like, you know, it's difficult for those women to come to a point where they can celebrate Mm -hmm. um, who they are, but you know, Ali, you've seen it and I've seen it in a world where where rescue is happening and where women have never known from early childhood, they've never known anything but negativity from a man's world. Mm -hmm. And, and to watch them have to cross that barrier of receiving Jesus. Yeah. This man who died on the Mm -hmm. cross for them. And this man who is showing them that there is a good man. Right. And then seeing Christian men who model mm-hmm. what it looks like to be after Jesus. Right. These are the things that our daughters need to see. And these are yeah. the things that, you know, that, that we need to see as we walk, you know, as we walk in this world, it shouldn't be a, okay, we just hate men and we, we want to be, we want to be, we want to do everything they do. We want to be just like them. We want to walk mm-hmm. like them, talk like them, dress like yeah. them. You know, we, you know, now I'm not for any, I'm not for women being treated lesser than I, you mm-hmm. know, I'm so glad I was born in an era where women can vote and where right, women yeah. can, you know, where have we their can own credit cards. Yeah. Right. Where we can have, you know, where we can have say, or even run for office, mm-hmm. my goodness, you know, where a woman can be a governor or whatever, you know, that, that's great. But um, at the same time, I think it's still important that we understand that God didn't call a woman to do everything he called a man to do and vice versa. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like exactly. And we, we just had a situation yesterday where I was um, counseling one of the women in our workshop. And I was like, you know, I think it's time to bring in Gary mm-hmm. and, and, and to talk to her number one, to show you, to show her that she's valued, not just in the workshop, but as a, in a larger part, as uh, a part of the church. Mm-hmm. And then, and it's funny because he sat up there and, and talked to her 
Um, and then afterwards he told, you know, he told me what he said and I'm like, well, I said, I've said the same thing, you know? And he was like, I know, but now it's coming from a loving brother in Christ, you know? Right. And, and, and she was able to even receive a little bit more, a little bit deeper to say, okay, yeah, I don't have, like you said, I don't have, um, and I don't have even any knowledge of a loving father. So when we sing good, good father, or we talk about our heavenly father, what's a father, you know, what's a, what's a man, um, other than somebody who's, uh, abused and exploited me all this time. And so Mm. slowly, but surely introducing, um, loving brothers into their, into their, uh, into their sphere, um, to where they can, they can hear truth from, you know, from, from a man instead of, because for a while there I was, I was like, no man allowed, or, you know, and I was even being. I was even being um, influenced by what I saw on outreach and it would, you know, it was affecting my, my marriage. It was affecting me, my, uh, even my relationship with the deacon board of the church, you know, uh, sure. all these men telling us what to do and look at what men do and, you know, and, yeah. and really, and, it, and I really had to come, had to have a seriously a come to Jesus moment um, for real, where I came to Jesus and I said, this is not, this is not a reflection right. of who you are. And I had to kind of heal that. And, you know, because when you are bombarded with those images or bombarded with that, it's hard. Yeah. Um, No, absolutely. You know, and one of the things that I think, you know, as we, you know, as we can't help but talk about this when we celebrate women, we, you know, we spend a lot of time talking a little bit about our differences and our, and our roles and so forth. But I think this is important in, in a day that, uh, you know, yesterday, a day that the world celebrates women, I, I think you you have to put it into the right perspective so that we have this frame of reference because that's where I really find our sweet spots at. And it's where we shine as women. And obviously we have women who are very different. I mean, good night, Allie, you and I are as different as, as can be. Um, but we still have these great, um, you know, we still have these great identities as women. And I think that's important. And, you know, we've been so blessed in our lives to have not only good, great men in our lives, like dads and fathers, um, or dads and husbands, but we've also had the opportunity to have these amazing women in our mm, lives yeah. and women who have gone before us. They have uh, modeled what it looks like to be a Christ follower. They've modeled what it looks like to be a good mom or to be a good, uh, you know, to be a good wife or whatever that role might be. And this is actually scripture talks about it in Titus. It talks about it. Timothy models it. You know, it's that these, the older women going in front Mm -hmm. of and modeling what it looks like to be a follower of Jesus Christ. And Mm -hmm. I've been, I've been so grateful to also have these great women uh, in my life Mm -hmm. and to have women and role models in my life who have kind of established the path for me from my mom in early days, you know, to even women in ministry today that I can kind of set a little bit of my course behind and say, you know, they did it well. Yeah, exactly. And, um, one of the first, you know, one of the first women that as I'm stepping into the ministry of, uh, of rescue, um, her name is Becky McDonald and she's, um, she's, Based out, I think she's based out of Michigan, but she and her husband lived and served overseas for years and years and years. And um, when I was first getting into this ministry, um, a friend of mine connected me with her. We had a talk on the phone and she just, she went right into who she was as far as rescuing women. And she's been, you know, in the rescue um, mm-hmm. 
rescuing women from Pakistan and Bangladesh and, you know, into India, Thailand. And I traveled uh, to Thailand with her. And she's, she talks so much about rescuing women and trying, trying to get women um, and widows all over the world and, and uh, sex trafficking victims. And I think there was a... I, this was actually before the days of podcasts. It was a radio show. And somebody said, well, you were actually a feminist voice. And she was like, no, 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 not a feminist. She said, I'm a feminine voice. I'm a woman who stands with other women. Um, mm -hmm. But uh, recognizing, you know, she kind of pushed back on the feminist word yeah. and just kind of said, no, I'm, I'm standing for women. And she and I had so many conversations about when I was first getting into rescue and I can still hear her voice you know, telling me things or think about this or, you know, what about that? And I think that was at a time where um, I was very thankful instead of a woman saying, no, 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 I don't want, I don't want another competition or I don't, I don't want to be dealing with another little uh, upstart ministry. I'm not going to help her. It was more yeah. of, let me come alongside and, and show you what I did and here's what works and here's what doesn't. And so that was those, um, that, that ministry that she did, you know, she stepped into my life at, you know, at the early stages of our rescue ministry was, a, was amazing. Yeah. You know, that's really cool. And I know for me, you know, trying to flounder, you know, as I stepped into speaking mm. and try to figure out who you are as a speaker. And, you know, it's like nobody, people ask me all the time, well, how did you become a speaker? And I'm like, are you, I don't even know how to answer that question. <laughs> uh, because I never, you know, you don't grow, you don't, you're not eight years old going, I want to be a speaker when I grow up. Yeah. You know, that, that's just not what you, you know, my idea was would it be a coach. And then, mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden coaching led to one thing and that led to discipleship and discipleship led to speaking and, and those kind of things just started happening. And so, you know, for me, it was like, all of a sudden I found myself on much larger platforms yeah. with what I'm going to call these famous people, right? People who had sold books and people who, you know, women were clamoring to see them. And, and I was in the same arena with these women and, mm -hmm. and honestly, very intimidated, you know, yeah. very like, oh my word. And so wanting to learn. And mm -hmm. uh, so every time I would be in a place with one of them, I would end up at a meal or in a green room or somewhere with them. I would be like, Hey, you know, tell me what I should, you know, Tell me what you know. Me Tell me tips, what, you know, yeah. some of them were just so like that. Mm. They were just so, you know what? It's so cool. I remember the days mm. I was starting and da, 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 yeah. and they were, you know, and others were like, well, you need to do this and you never should do that. And you should always wear that. And you should ever, change you know, you, you should yourself. change this and you should change that. And you need to change this. And you're really mm. sweet, but you're never going to make it if you don't, you know, mm. and I remember walking away from one of those, you know, massive experiences and just thinking, okay, I don't think. I don't think I can do this. Right. Yeah. You know, I don't think I can do this. And really just wanting to, at the time, probably the two largest women figures in my life that I read the most, studied the most with mm -hmm. was Beth Moore and Kay Arthur. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I just need to talk to Beth Moore and Kay Arthur, <laughs> figure this out, you know, and the Lord was just reminding me, you know, you don't really need to talk to either one of these women. I can help you yeah. make it through all these things. Right. You know? If I've called you to it, you're doing yeah, it. If I've, yeah. If I called you to it, but I'll never forget one night flying home from Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, I was in Atlanta catching a layover flight uh, to Chattanooga and the flight got delayed. And, mm -hmm. and it's a long story that I won't go into, but I'll never forget that night lady in a red leather jacket that I had seen several times as we had passed by her, never looked her in the face or the eyes, but I'd seen her sitting there because you see that red leather jacket, yeah. you know, it's kind of stands out a little bit. And she was in line in front of me getting on the plane and she turned around um, and smiled at me and I, it was Kay Arthur. 
Yeah. And uh, we both live in Chattanooga, but I had mm-hmm. never, I had met her casually, very yeah. casually and very quickly several years before, but it had been a long time. And so uh, I smiled and we got on the plane and long story short, we ended up sitting next to each other wow. and had this great conversation. And Kay just kind of said, I'll never forget. She closed her iPad or laptop. She was working on her laptop. She closed her laptop. And she just said, you know what? This is a divine appointment. And she said, let's you and I talk. And man, Mm. in that 22 minute flight, that woman gave me some of the most sound advice Mm -hmm. that I have. I have stood on that in my ministry now for 20 plus years. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, and um, I will, you know, I will always be grateful for the path that she has forged ahead of those of us like me who love to speak and write and teach and not, but also for her willingness, like you said, just to close a laptop and look at a rookie and Mm -hmm. say, Hey, you know what? This is what you ought to hear. And this is what you should avoid. Ignore this. Listen to this. And you know what? This is really what it means to be a great speaker. And it's none Mm. of the things that you you might think. And boy, what a woman of God. And and, and, and it was a great, you know, I'll never forget it as long as I live. And so it was one of those things where I just think all of us need great women role models Mm -hmm. in our life. Um, yes. that kind of walk the path before us, whether, whether that's as a, mo- a mother figure in our lives, right. a mom who, and I, man, I had such a great mom. Oh, my yeah, mom yeah. is such a hoot. Oh, my mm-hmm. years too. Yeah. And we, our much. mothers <laughs> are just, our mothers could have their own talk show and it's people true. would watch. It's true. Yeah, it is. And the view. Um, but yeah, for, <laughs> yeah, the real not. Yeah, really. Um, but you know, they're just, you know, so we've got these great role models in mm-hmm. moms, but we also have we also, you know, have these yeah. other women who have kind of Jesus has intersected our life on the path of life mm-hmm. with these women. And we've been able just to kind of sit down and spend a little bit of time with them. Yeah. And they've influenced not only our lives, but our ministries. Right. And they've taken, like you said, they took the time. And so many times, I think maybe society, and, and you've seen this, you see it all the time on um in articles and, you know, how these people don't get along and pitting, you know, pitting, you know, competition and comparing a woman against woman. And I think that's, that's really unfair. Um, Mm -hmm. some of us women have, uh, we might've leaned into that a little bit, you know, but, um, or church ladies who, you know, (laughs) the bless your hearts kind of the, the, or I wasn't in charge of that, which means, you know, I should have been, um, but you know, instead of that, taking it to, and saying, yes, I will take time for this woman, you know, that's a little bit younger than me because you and I are not in our twenties. We're not even in our thirties anymore. Um, or our, I'm not even in my forties anymore. What are you saying? <laughs> I'm over the, I'm over the, I'm over the, the hump on the forties. I'm headed toward the other end of it. Yeah. Um, but, and remembering how important those women were to take the time with us and to pour into us and give us their tips for, you know, tips for ministry, um, and, and making sure that we listen to the Holy spirit when he's guiding us to, mm-hmm. um, a younger woman, um, or a woman in a new, in a new ministry and saying, okay, it's time it's time for you to pour into somebody else. And I think that's the best type, the best way we can celebrate um, a day like International Women's Day is to make sure that we go thou and do likewise kind of a situation where the, the, the poor, the, when we were poured into, now it's time for us to, to be that channel for someone else. Absolutely. And I, and I think that's what, really, I think that's the scriptural teaching. 
Uh, instead of sitting in jealousy and competition with one another, uh, envy or looking at someone else's life and compare, right, and comparing uh, who we are to them, being able to celebrate our differences, mm-hmm. celebrate where we are and how that does look different. And, um, you know, and each of us, you know, in different ways, I think, Allie, just of us sitting here and we kind of represent so many women around the, you know, around the world, but we, we've had our own easy places. I can compare I'm single woman. I've never been married. So I can always compare myself to what it would be like to be a married woman. And I can be jealous of that if I want Mm. to, uh, you know, the Lord saw fit not to give you and Gary children and you can be, you can be jealous of that and envious Mm. of that. And you can get into that hole where you're like, okay, but I, I've, I want to be a mother and I've never been a mother Mm -hmm. in, in that sense. And I think for both of us, we've walked through those paths And we, and I think we both can come out on this side of things to say we've struggled. We, you know, Mm -hmm. but we've both come out to this side to say that, you know what, God really knows best for our lives. Yeah. And although I don't necessarily understand his ways, Mm -hmm. right. I know that he put me together according to Psalm 139 in a unique package long Mm -hmm. before I was born. And before I was a thought in my mother's mind, he, he's the one who designed me and you Mm -hmm. in our uniqueness for, and he put us in this place in history and he brought us into this family zone and he put Mm -hmm. us into this spot. And so all of those, all of those one of a kind moments were not accidents. They weren't flukes. They weren't the spin of the wheel or the luck of the dice. Yeah. They were designed by God. And, mm-hmm. and, and when, when we think about that and its yeah. magnitude, mm-hmm. it's not just for us, but it's for every woman listening. Yeah. What a thing to celebrate our uniqueness and who God made us. Mm-hmm. And what a shame. Yeah. To say that's not okay and that's not right. enough. And we've got to be somebody we're not mm-hmm. in order to be fulfilled. Yeah. And I think you're I think you got it right. Sometimes we don't want to be a man. We just want to be a different woman. And yeah. that's and and that's unfortunate yeah. because that's again, you're looking at um you're looking at God and saying, You didn't do you didn't do it right when it came to me. creating me or gifting me or, or putting me in this, in, you know, in this, in this role or at this time. And, um, so many times we celebrate the beauty of God's creation, but we can't celebrate his beauty that he created in us. And that's, and that's unfortunate. And that keeps us. And I feel like that also keeps us isolated, which again, that's where Satan wants us anyway. I'm not like her. I'm not like, and so we isolate Um, and that's not the place that the Lord, uh, that the Lord has for us. He has, um, he has community for us. He has that connection for us. Yeah, no, absolutely. And that celebration of of who God has made us to be gives us opportunity, a future hope. It Mm -hmm. gives us perspective. It gives us, you know, uh, when we're kind of wallowing in our pit a little Mm -hmm. bit, it helps us say, okay, wait a minute, let's refocus and, uh, let's get our heads up and our eyes up and let's see what did God you know, what did he call me to? And maybe today you're at home with a couple of toddlers and you're like pulling your hair out, wishing that you were somebody else. Right. Um, but in this moment and in this time, that is exactly where God's called you to be. And so finding a way to survive and celebrate that on, uh, as, as we celebrate women, maybe you're a single like me and you found yourself struggling with your singleness and having a hard time with it. Uh, and yet, you know, trusting God in those moments and saying, you know what, I know God's got something for me special in this place at this time. And, mm-hmm. um, and there's so many other 
you know, things we could slide into that slot. Um, But I do think it's so important not only to celebrate who we are, celebrate who God has made us, but also then let's, let's pass it forward. Let's we've, so many of us have been so blessed and we've had women who've poured into our lives and we don't see ourselves as those women. We don't see ourselves now in the role to be able to give back, but we are. are. And so let's, you know, maybe there's somebody today that, you know, we can just reach out to. Maybe there's a a woman in the path behind us who could really use our encouragement. And Mm. so there's this opportunity to, you know, to share wisdom, to share love, to pray with, to encourage um, whatever God calls us into um, and be good with that. You know, yeah. let's, yeah. let's quit trying to be different right. and let's try to be the best us God made us to be. And I think in that we genuinely will find ultimate fulfillment. Yeah. We'll find ultimate fulfillment, but we'll also be honoring God because we'll finally be like, you know what? Um, you know, I'll celebrate what you've given me. Yeah. And, uh, and it's a great, just a great thing. So, so girls out there today, if you're listening, um, uh, we do celebrate International Women's mm-hmm. Day. We might not celebrate it just like they do, at, you know, in other perspectives, um, but we do celebrate it. And um, we're fighting hard uh, mm-hmm. for the opportunity for women as Allie and I do work with women who have not had the privilege that so many of us uh, were born into. And that is the opportunity to uh, to have to have freedom and to not be treated as an object and and to be able to have so many opportunities. So, so today uh, we just want to encourage you as you know as yeah. we close out, we celebrate you. So if you're a woman listening, enjoy it. Love enjoy who you it. are. Yeah, love who you are. Love what God's done, and don't get bogged down in all the things that the world would try to tell us is required in order to feel like we're worthy. True. Right. Exactly. So, you know, only celebrate that and then maybe take another, uh, a friend out for coffee and, and, uh, and pour into them as well. So look for Absolutely. ways to minister to them. Absolutely. Well, uh, it was yesterday, but happy international <laughs> women's day. And, uh, we, thanks for joining the podcast today and we'll, we'll catch up with you again on the other side. We're going into some fun conversations about social media Uh, so don't miss the next few podcasts as we're going to talk about some really interesting things with regards to our social connections. All right. We'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to Rooted Deep. To learn more about Dare for More Ministries, go to dareformore.org and look up Mercy Workshop at mercyjewelry.org.